You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hi, welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Are you happy I read it correctly, Jeff? Yep. All right, are you happy I read it correctly, Neil? I don't care. And uh, Matt, I'm sure, doesn't give a either no i was very insistent on you saying the line okay say the damn line well, welcome to the show um we're very excited today um how are you guys doing very excited today i've been told that's yes. it i'm very excited uh, our guest uh someone who's always commenting with us on the crop so uh i'm just uh looking forward to hearing her quips and uh you know what she enjoys about the show but I- i'm i'm pretty pumped up i uh did a little blow and ready to go <laughs> Oh, sorry. Excuse me. I blew my nose. It's not the 80s anymore. I blew my nose to get rid of my sinus, you know, Uh, issues, and I'm ready to go. That's what I meant to say. Right, 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 right. Well, anyways, we are excited about our guest. It is Tony Rask. She is, ironically, a United States champion because she's not in the United States right now. She's in Boryong, South Korea. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. And uh, you're originally from the uh, Minneapolis area, correct? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. Because St. Paul and saved Minneapolis is the the smaller Minneapolis within Minneapolis. Right. Oh, Minneapolis. No, that's the that's the tiny Annapolis, Maryland. I was so distracted that I wanted to pronounce the Korean town right, and then I. <laughs> Mini in Annapolis. So what it, right here uh, in the good old US. Minneapolis. All right. Uh, great. Well, we're so excited to, <laughs> to have you join us today. And uh, you've written a special game for us, huh? Sure. I mean, I don't know if I'd call it special, but it's a game for mm-hmm. sure. All games are special. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That's how we brand them all now. Well, Jeff said this is like the farthest recording we've ever had, I think, right? I think so, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing out in South Korea? Um, I'm an English teacher at. Uh, two different public schools, very rural schools. My smallest class is four students, and my biggest class is 24. Uh, elementary school, I teach third through sixth grade. All right. Wow, that's awesome. So, well, cool. Yeah. Well, we're excited to jump into this game. It's going to be Jeff versus Neil versus Matt. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if we've ever played the three of us together like that. Yeah, just us three. I don't know. I don't think so either. Eh, probably. So this is a very special. The, nope, it's a very special <laughs> game, Jeff. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll be the uh, referee. Yes. You'll be the referee? Okay. Only at the pool party if we ever played one-on-one-on-one uh, together <laughs> without Ken. 
Oh, gosh. All right. Well, let's toss it to the rules guy and see what he has to say today. The rules of the game are simple. 20 questions split into two rounds worth 10 points apiece. At halftime, there'll be a special swing round designed by this week's host. After regulation, players will enter the final round with the points that they've accumulated and will have a chance to wager 0 to 30 points on five categorized questions. At the end of the game, someone will be named the cream of the crop. I am the queen. Surprisingly in Korean today. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool that you learned it that yeah. quick. Yeah. But uh, the pod, the podcast applications have that automatic translator mm. in it. Yeah. Oh, so it might audience. have gone back to English. Oh, it might have. He will learn anything for Tony, $5. You, you heard it in Korean. How was it? Was it pretty tight? Um, it's all right. My okay. Korean is terrible, even though I've been here for almost two years. So We can have Darren give you some pointers <laughs> they, next time. They don't necessarily yeah, yeah. want your Korean to be great when you're teaching English, right? That's that's true. They, they're uh, English is number one. Yeah. They don't even care if uh, if you grew up speaking Spanish as long as you come from a an English speaking country. Right. You heard it here. English is number one. Yeah. <laughs> Not yep. in that way, Matt. But without further ado, uh, feel free to take it away with question one. All right. Uh, question one. The category is give her an award. So her given name is Mary Perry, but her nickname has become the name for which major arts award? Oh, I think I know this one. I'm going to lock in over here. Good. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to lock in with Oscar because it's wrong. Oscar? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's Jeff. It's an award. Uh, it's just, I'm confusing Mary Shelley. I can't get her out of my head, so I'll say Shelley. I believe, I could be way off, but I believe Mary Perry's nickname or the one they gave her was Tony. So I, I put the Tony Award. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Neil's got it. Oh, it is course. the Tonys. Feels like a little bit uh, of inside baseball. <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, maybe you would clue in on my name, but ah. uh, yeah. <laughs> so her real name, <laughs> her real name is uh, Mary Antoinette. Perry, gotcha. but she's always known as Tony. She's a member of the Stage Women's War Relief, which re- later became the American Theater Wing, which is the organization responsible for the Tonys. All right. So, all right. Uh, round one, question two. Other famous Tonys. Tony Tennille was a singer and part of the famous duo Captain and Tennille. One Captain and Tennille song is a beautiful love song about the relationship between Sam and Susie. Sam and Susie aren't your typical love sto- love song stars. They belong to the family Miridae and are what kind of animals? Oh, man. Um, oh, I kind of know this one, too. My mom likes Captain and Tennille a lot. <laughs> so does mine, which is why I know this. It's, I'm circling the, uh, the answer here. So- I, only, I only know Captain and Tennille as like a joke answer for other things. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there were, people enjoyed their music. I'm gonna Please, get, I'm he's, gonna a, he's a naval. He's <laughs> a naval officer. Please I know. show him some respect. Yes. Tennille's not. You can trash her. Tennille was no military service. I don't think so. Okay. Wouldn't it be ironic if she was actually a vet and yeah. the captain was uh, was not? She was a sergeant. Yeah. She was like special forces, and the captain. <laughs> he just took the name captain because he like owns a boat. Uh-huh. He loved Captain Crunch. All right, I am gonna lock in with. Yeah, I've answer. got a guess. I'm just going to say, uh, just because it sounds similar and I know it is very incorrect, I'm just going to go there, meerkats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking that these are muskrats for the song Muskrat Love. Although I thought America did that, but, you know, 
Um, I thought that all of their stuff was nautical themed, so I figured these were sea lions. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is muskrat love oh. uh, and muskrats, so Jeff gets the points. Oh. But um, yes, America does do a version of it, which I think I've only ever heard once. But the Captain and Tennille version is notable for the really weird muskrat like sex sounds in it. It's creepy <laughs> and really disturbing. Oh, but it's hilarious sounds. at it the same time. Could be disturbing to some, but yeah. some people are into that and let's not yeah, judge, that's right, true. guys? I Those thought people are muskrats. I thought in America muskrat love was only allowed in like forty states legally. <laughs> that might be I think it's that time might to move on to question. Thankfully three. Illinois is All one right. of them. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Uh Round one, question three. Uh, category is, hey, that's a good question, slash Tony tries to write a riddle. Ooh, oh, no. It, it's not very good, but riddle, you can say ooh if you want. Riddle me this, uh, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> in Korea, you can see the wyverns, the whiz, and the dinos. In Japan, they're the carp, the buffaloes, and dragons. Taiwan, it's the brothers, guardians, and the monkeys. In what context would you see these entities? Well, I'm due for a right answer, and I, so I'm locking I think, in. Are you? Yeah. So I, I hear my theme music actually playing, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm walking out into the the arena and yeah. into the the ring. Do do one of you guys need a little help? Yeah. Who's gonna give Ken a hot tag? Well, let's let's see. Matt. You wanted Ken. You get okay, Ken. Fine. Jeff and I will team up over here. All right. So you guys are are you just gonna have twenty points? No, no. This is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna give you ten point. My ten points. Okay. So Ken and I, or Jeff and I both have 10 points, and you have 10 points going into question three. I can't believe you missed that Tony's question. I know. From all the questions to miss. <laughs> How embarrassing for you. Uh, if that's okay with Tony, our host. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. What are you thinking, Jeff? I, I don't know. If for some reason, I was like, oh, baseball teams, but that's got to be incorrect. Yeah, the brothers. That doesn't sound like a baseball team. Yeah. I'm at a loss on this one. I know I'm going to know it when she says it because it's a riddle, but. Right, because then you'll have the answer. But Yes. It does make it easier. <laughs> By the way, just for the record, for all listeners and Tony, uh, I took my uh, my limitless migraine pill, so I'm a little loopy, and it's going to get worse as we go. It's going to go downhill. Um, I don't know, Jeff. Um, all right, we're, we're just going to say Temple Guards. Specifically, I'm pretty sure they're baseball teams. Uh, I'm almost positive that they are, so we said baseball teams. Yep, that's the answer. Yeah. They are all baseball teams. Oh. Oh, hold on, Neil. <laughs> let me get get your uh, Yomiuri Giants uh, hat here, which is exactly in your field of vision. I know. That's yeah. I knew the Dragons are. They're the Los Angeles Dodgers version of here Japanese you go, Neil. baseball. Mm. I want to put that on. Jeff, you, oh, you talked nice. me out of baseball. Don't cry about getting that question wrong because there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> that's true. That's, As right. Jeff says at trivia, no the fact that we got this one wrong. We're, the game's over. We're yep. done. And now we're winning. <laughs> Good for us. I mean, it's a long way to go, but sure, if you want to write call yourselves it. off, that's Just cool. call it. Yeah. Should we give them their 10 points back since we're we're super confident now? Yeah. You can have your Tonys back. So it's 20 to 10. Okay. All right. Okay. I was, I was right. 100% sure I was getting that one right. So I Just want to make sure all the listeners are following at home. <laughs> right. Keep your scorecard at hand. <laughs> Jeff and Neil yeah. now have 20 points. If you're scoring at home. That, okay. And uh, Ken and Matt, now a, now a newly formed team, 10 mm-hmm. points. Because I'm super yeah, confident that we're going to whoop oh, these sorry. guys. Team men, and Ken. Team men. <laughs> no, you're team cat. <laughs> With oh. a K. And you're team Neff. We can be cat men. Because this episode is sponsored by Neff. It always is. Why? Know. Skateboard apparel. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, I have a didn't know what it was. All right. Uh, question four is maps. 
in geography, what is the term that is defined as a portion of territory within or surrounded by a larger territory whose inhabitants are culturally or ethnically distinct? We'll just lock in with what you got because I'm I'm not going to be helpful on this one. That's fine. We've got an answer locked in. Are we thinking? Of, or is this like something like Chinatown or no. forget it, or Matt? It's, it's, so. I don't know. Yeah. We're looking, uh, we're looking bigger scale. Have you right? ever seen Chinatown? No. <laughs> <laughs> Knew it. It's not a movie about memory, that's for sure. Yeah. Let's call it. Tiny Town. Tiny Town. <laughs> uh, I think it's an enclave, but I'm not sure. Oh. Yeah, Jeff's got it. It is an enclave. Uh, so examples would be like Vatican City, San Marino, Lesotho. Um, they don't have to be sovereign nations, but a lot of times we think of them as like sovereign nations. But that part of Bangladesh be. that's inside a part of India, mm-hmm. which is inside a part of Bangladesh, which is inside of a part of India. Oh, oh. my God. It's, like yep. it's the Russian doll of areas. There's no joke to it. The I border's really crazy there. Question five uh, category is the final frontier. The following are the names of some of the moons of what planet in our solar system? Larissa, Nyad, Nereid, Triton. Proteus, Despina, Talasa, Halamede, and the newest to be named, Hippocamp. But, uh, While Jeff's thinking, Tony, I just want to yeah. clarify, you were the one who said you thought that I probably had a man bun when yeah. you heard my voice, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so funny. Okay. This is my guess. <laughs> Does Neil have a man bun, though? I, I would never. Wow. I, I can't really grow my hair that long. I like it. If I could, I might put it in a, in a man bun, but I can't grow it that long. Yeah. We're locked in. If I had been born 10 years later, I definitely would have had a man bun at some point. You, you definitely would have, for <laughs> sure. By, by, the time, by the time they were popular, I could not grow a man bun. <laughs> you would have wrapped it with a puka shell. Yeah, thing. for sure. Would you have a man bun like... Uh, did uh, did uh, Johnny Depp have a man bun in chocolat? Yeah, I guess he did, yeah. <laughs> uh, chocolat. And it was made of chocolate. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever notice that that movie's just footloose but pretentious? <laughs> Pretentious footloose. <laughs> but with chocolate instead of dancing. All right. Well, let's, we're getting off topic. We're locked in. Jeff? Um, <laughs> the only thing I can give to this is that uh, some of those names kind of sounded like uh, women's names. like, And it makes me think of Neptune with the Shakespeare characters. That's but, what I was thinking. But I just don't know if that's valid here. Nope. I, I was on the same train of thought. I was thinking that that could be Neptunian moons. So we, I'm going Neptune. Okay. Ken does the not look that- happy. Well, I said I wrote down Neptune, and then and then you kind of shook your head. So I was like, okay. I didn't not, shake my head. You said, or you said. I just thought it was maybe Saturn. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I when I heard Titan, I remember it's because it's a Triton. Greek, or Triton. Yeah, yeah, that's your yeah. That's oh, now I don't know. That's your death knell. But I yeah. thought Ganymede was Jupiter. Uh, part of okay, we're all screwed. We up. said we Saturn. said Saturn. Yeah, uh, Jeff's got points again. Well, Jeff and Neil, yeah. I should say, but I give that's that to Jeff. Effort. Yeah. Um, Yep, it is Neptune. They all okay. have like something to do with the Greek god Poseidon. Uh, they're all water beings or lovers of Poseidon or children of Poseidon. So nice. And yep. Hippocamp uh, is the seahorse. So yeah. uh, I, think, I think Uranus is the one that has all the Shakespeare names. No, it's Neptune. Is it Neptune? Yeah, well, I'm pretty Neptune. sure because we just, I just edited the episode. I thought that that <laughs> I happens. For in. sure. I, mean, I don't we know. Got points. So yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. I'll doesn't matter. It. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, got to be a better way to remember these, <laughs> and I'm gonna find it out. Yeah, I think you were thinking of Titan, which is definitely a moon of Saturn. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. that's where I was Correct. getting that too. Yeah. yeah, Triton, Triton, everything like Ariel's I know dad. about moons. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything I know about moons comes from Cowboy Bebop, but yep. that needs to stop because <laughs> it's not serving me well. Nope, not, yep. It's not so far. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, round one, question six. Heroes. Nice and short one. What superhero's alter ego is scrawny teenager Billy Batson? Okay. We are locked in. All right. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to go with Shazam. We are also going with Shazam. Yeah. Which was an <laughs> answer on the last game we played too. Yes, oh, or Captain Marvel. Sh- no. It wasn't sorry, the same guys. question. It wasn't the same question. Mm. We did it, was, okay. it was a very difficult question or a different question, but Shazam was a possible correct answer. Mm-hmm. It is uh, Shazam. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't see it. I heard it. I had like a bunch of mixed reviews from people. So I know. Um, I know Neil liked it, right? Yeah, it was fun. But you're, yeah. you're more partial to the uh, the Marvel movies i think right uh no i like them both i mean shazam yeah. was um it's just like a cute you know fun fam- zachary family levi. yeah zachary yeah. levi i love from chuck so anything he's in i enjoy i'm just really excited that they're rebooting uh sling blade with uh mahershal ali oh yes yeah, yeah. Sling blade, yeah. <laughs> french fries gonna, go, gonna kill some vampires mm. <laughs> you need you need some blood over there i you gotta go down there and Good, good, good blood. I reckon. <laughs> this is literally a Matt TV sketch from like twenty years. Ago. Yeah. Sling blade. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, all right. Oh man. All right. Number seven. Nom de plume. Uh, Peter Gwillem, Dickie Roper, Justin Quayle, and George Smiley are all cre- uh, characters created by David Cornwell. But Cornwell is better known by what pen name? I know you guys love literature questions. So. Oh, this is about books. I'm glad that you. I'm glad you said literature because I was like, oh, it's Doonesbury. <laughs> yeah, you're going comic yeah strip. I will comic. give you lit. Yeah. It's lit. Nom de plume is pen name, yeah. French for pen name. Oh. I have an idea that's. Oh, I, I think this is very wrong, but that's these sound these yeah. sound like ca- comedic names. But I don't know. What do you think about that? We're, we're, are we locked in with that bad answer? I actually answer? can't read that, but that's okay. Yes. Whatever you think. Yeah. Yes, we're, we're locked, locked in. in with our answer. I feel like I've heard these names before, um, and I don't know if, if the French aspect of this question is relevant to the answer, but... Oh, he's not French. Ah, right? uh, the French aspect. Uh, the French aspect. Uh, Orson Welles. Um, <laughs> but I was just thinking of a French author. He, he normally does spy things, so I don't know if this is actually good enough for this answer, but we just went with John Le Carre. Hmm. Uh, we didn't go with the French guy at all for some reason. Now that I look at this, uh, but we said R.L. Stein. <laughs> That's great. Um, it is uh, John Le Carre or oh. Le Carre. <laughs> so I'll take it as uh, uh, <laughs> as the John right answer, Le I guess. John, it's French for <laughs> Le Carre. John turned um, into a car. <laughs> he's not French. Uh, okay. His name is David Cornwell. He actually served with MI6 in, um, in British intelligence for a very oh, long time, right. hence the spy Quite, novels. Yeah. So I believe he yeah he wrote like The Constant Gardener. And, um, yep, that's did, did he write Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy yep. or is that someone else? Mm, nope, that's him. Okay. And He's then still The Night Manager, fact. which was made into that's that it. AMC uh, limited series, which is an excellent show if you've ever never watched it. Um, I heard it is. But, Hugh Laurie, right? Yep, well, Hugh Laurie and Tom Hiddleston. House. Uh, question eight is nom noms is the oh, category right. and bear with me there's a lot of foreign words in this one so oh, great no. yeah yay this common dinner table item is known as a shaka 
in Arabic, a kabel in German, a widelecz in Polish, a wilka in Russian, and garfo in Portuguese. What is it? All right, we're locked. Locked in. What do you think it is? I don't know. I was trying to think of different table items, plate, salt, pepper, um, silverware, um, like a floral table dressing, uh, tablecloth, maybe tablecloth. Maybe a glass. A glass. Yeah, we can go glass if you want. I don't know why I'm leaning towards like tablecloth, but let's do gla- let's do glass. That's fine. Like a cup. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We said napkin. Uh, no, neither. Correct. It is a fork. Oh, oh. that's called yeah, a dingle hopper. Yeah, tenedor is a tingle hopper. Yeah, tingle hopper by Ariel. Uh, yeah. In Korean, it's polka, and mm. Dutch is vorken. Oh, as your vorken. I still would have gotten it wrong. Yeah, that's okay. It'd be like napkin. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like napkin. All right, number nine, uh, art. The following are all associated with which 20th century artistic movement that not only encompassed visual art, but also literature, film, and music. Apollinaire, Tanning, Ernst, Aragon, Tanguy, and Breton. We're, we're going to lock in here. Yeah. Um, presuming it's something early 1900s, I'm guessing. I was just thinking like New Wave, maybe. Uh, New Wave came to mind, but I don't know what that's in reference to i just don't know what movement would also have been going through film but i'm not sure so you just want to go new wave sure okay and we wanted to think about this uh, answer at a bare minimum so mm. we put minimalism ah mm. uh, good guesses all around if i take gave you magritte surrealism, surrealism. Mag- yep magritte or dolly dolly uh oh, where no, would be dead that. giveaways i thought so i just let you figure it out otherwise. So, uh, yeah, for, it for is art, surrealism. For art questions, we need the dead giveaway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had thought maybe by chance. But for the listeners at home, who anything, know things. Yeah. Anything about culture that doesn't uh, follow the word pop, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. If it's not in a Marvel movie, uh, yeah, we need uh, like Julie and Lauren on Speed Dial from Misinformation. Yeah. They're so yeah. good with art. No, Super yeah, that's smart true. Ladies. They are. All right. And last question of the round uh, is the category is I'm sorry, what did you say? Cacciatore is a word that appears often in Italian recipes and it references the way in which food is prepared. What does cacciatore mean in Italian? And you can tell me a couple different ways and I'll I'll accept them. They throw the chicken across the the kitchen and say, hey, cacciatore. (laughs) You mean when they they throw Joe Torre from the Yankees across the room? Cacciatore, no. please. Where Actually goes Dodgers? back to the American Revolutionary War. Or Dodgers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's most famous for being a Yankee. I know, I know. but I know Cacciatore because I've, I've had chicken Cacciatore. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So let me, one. let me think. Uh, what did, what did or, it taste like? Or when a, uh, when a conservative uh, member of British Parliament is arrested. <laughs> 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 or when you want to... Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this Tom Hanks all over again. <laughs> Have you had it? <laughs> you see what I mean? I've had it. Do you know what it tastes like? No, when I worked in a restaurant. You don't know what the ingredients are? No. Chicken? For, for what chicken. What color is the sauce? I think there's a... What? Tell me. <laughs> what color is the sauce? You're like interrogating him. I don't know, man. I, I just know the sauce tasted oh good, God. man. Like, like marinara? Yeah. All right. Sure. We're locked in. 
So I think there's chicken Vesuvius or Vesuvia, Vesuvio, sorry. Vesuvius chicken is Vesuvius is <laughs> cooked <laughs> over a, the mouth of a volcano. Chicken Vesuvia, sorry. I always uh, thought it was really ashy. It's so expensive. Yeah. It is very uh, ashy, you're right. It's got a texture to it. Um, I get a nice char on it. I do like chicken cacciatore. I think cacciatore is the one where they pound it really thin. Okay. And they cook, and it's very, very thin chicken. <laughs> Come on, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because I, I think this is one that I get at a time. restaurant. It wasn't distinct to you? <laughs> I forgot. Um, are you okay with that? I yeah. don't know if that's a good enough answer, but I'm pretty sure they like, they, they like pound really it. tenderized. Tender and thin. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to lock them with. All right. As soon as Neil said that, I looked at, uh, looked at Ken. <laughs> you're going to get a, you're gonna <laughs> get a pound in, Matt. Uh, we, we put cooked with wine. Oh, both good guesses. I'm inclined to give. No, I'm not going to give points for it to uh jeff and neil but it's uh catchatory means like hunter or prepared in a way a hunter would prepare it or freshly mm. caught which when you were talking about catching i was like oh man you're almost there uh mm. freshly caught i would give credit for or uh, rustic preparation are all like mm. ways okay. that it means so at the end of the first round it looks like uh, our competitors have racked up 60 points me and uh, Matt might need to take out the folding chair because uh, we've only got 20 points, but we're looking forward to this swing round. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, too. <laughs> Are we taking the folding chairs because we're going to sit this one out? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going uh, to hit them over the uh, heads with it. Like the mm. wrestling. Yeah. I hear you. Don't so worry. It's a wrestling reference, Matt. All right. So for the swing round, I'm going to give you it's television. I'll give you three episode titles of a TV show. And you just have to tell me which show they're from. Uh, number one, Wichita Linebacker, Cheaty Cheaty Bang Bang, of Vice and Men. Number two, Fearful Symmetry, Audrey Pauly, Biogenesis. Number three, When She Was Bad, Never Kill a Boy on the First Date, Once More with Feeling. Number four, what kind of day has it been? Opposition research and the Dover test. Number five, the nightman cometh. The gang finds a dumpster baby and who pooped the bed? A uh, little DB. <laughs> uh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a, maybe the Finally, one I know. <laughs> I think Matt knew another one. I got two of them. Yeah, right, good. All right. I'm not even writing these down because I'm like, what? <laughs> Uh, number six, the nature of nurture, a little too late slash Paris 75001, coming out, going out, getting out. Number seven, mergers and acquisitions, the legend of Tennessee Moltisanti and Whitecaps. Number eight, 94 meetings, flu season, are you better off? Number nine, the Bracebridge Dinner. Those are strings, Pinocchio. Blame Booze and Melville. And number 10, here comes my girl. Running down a dream and all mixed up. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Looks like all the answers are now locked in. So uh, let's get the questions one more time and we'll give our answers. All right, sounds good. Number one, uh, Wichita Linebacker. Cheaty, cheaty, bang, bang, and of vice and men. Uh, so we have uh, the good place. Yep. Uh, character named Cheaty. I thought that made sense, so he said the good place. Oh, I'm so sorry, and I didn't even think about that. It is a Kristen Bell show, though. And when you said Veronica, Veronica Mars, Mars earlier, I thought you yeah. might get there, uh, but it is Veronica Mars. Oh. Um, number two, fearful symmetry. Audrey Pauly, Biogenesis. This one we had no idea, uh, so we just went with a sci-fi show, the most famous sci-fi show we could think of, and said Star Trek. We went Westworld. Uh, it is sci-fi. It is uh, The X-Files. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, number three, When She Was Bad, Never Kill a Boy on the First Date, and Once More with Feeling. Uh, this one I'm 100% sure, because that's the famous musical episode, <laughs> Buffy. Oh, good. Okay. It did ring a bell then. So we, we also went with Buffy. All right. Nice job. Yep. It's Buffy, a vampire slayer, uh, obviously. And <laughs> number four, what kind of day has it been? Opposition opposition research and the Dover test. I uh, really hope that we're right because there's a, a late on me about the show coming out. I think it, we thought it was West Wing. Yeah, we do believe it's the West Wing. Oh, I didn't know you guys were doing one. Yes, it is the West Wing, but good. I'm glad you guys uh, got some points. We did it in November, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It is, it, it is coming out. If it hasn't come out by now, just message us. Hang tight. Think it's coming. Out. It'll be out by now. <laughs> All right. Uh, number five, I think you guys both got this one. The Nightman Cometh. The gang finds oh. a dumpster baby and who pooped the bed. Yeah. Uh, always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. Aluminum Monster versus Fatty Magoo. That's always good, too. <laughs> All right, number six, the nature of nurture, a little too late, slash Paris 75001, coming out, going out, getting out. Yeah, Jeff and I weren't sure. Uh, Jeff said it kind of sounded possibly like Homeland, maybe, so we went with Homeland. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking I was thinking 24 the whole time. But I don't think that's right. Uh, we ended up going with uh, Man in the High Tower. High Castle. Yep, that's the one. Um, <clears throat> I thought that maybe... Paris 75001 might be helpful. Yeah. Is this uh, lost? No, it's Beverly oh. Hills 90210. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've never uh, seen an episode. Coming out, going out, getting out is one of the most famous episodes, too, because gotcha. it features someone coming out. So it's uh, especially in the early 90s. So 
number seven, you guys uh, really agonized over this, mergers and acquisitions, the legend of Tennessee, Moltisanti, and Whitecaps. Yeah, this one killed Jeff. We heard it. We heard a couple of these before. We just didn't know where to go. And uh, we just, because of the, the mergers and acquisitions, went with Silicon Valley. Uh, Motasanti is Christopher's last name on The Sopranos, so I'm pretty sure that this is The Sopranos. Yes, it is The Sopranos. Yeah. Number eight, I think you guys got these two, 94 meetings, mm-hmm. flu season, and are you better off? Yeah, flu season is one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. That's uh, freaking uh, hilarious. Uh, yeah, park, Parks and Rec. Stop pooping. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Parks and Rec. I particularly like when uh, uh, Leslie's sitting on the gurney and she's like, she's like, if I, if I had the flu, would I be able to do this? And she just sits there. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Cartwheels. Am I not doing them? (laughs) That that is one of the best episodes ever. It's like a good one to show people, like get them into the show, I think. Yeah. Number, sorry, I almost said 16. Number nine, uh, the Bracebridge dinner. Those are strings, Pinocchio and Blaine Booze and Melville. Um, we heard a lot of literary references and kind of weren't sure. Uh, we ended up going with Murder, She Wrote. Mm. Hmm, That's a good one. Uh, we didn't know. We just went with Barry. Mm. Very New Englandy, but not uh, Murder, She Wrote. It is, I thought one of you watched this, maybe not. The yeah, Gilmore Girls. Oh, oh, no. Yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Should get that, Neil. I don't, you know know what, the, I don't know the episode titles. Colleen know. knows them all by heart. Yeah. Uh, number 10, Here Comes My Girl. Running down a dream, all mixed up. They are all Tom um, Petty songs, but oh, they all are. Okay, yeah. I knew two of them for sure. Yeah, um, we we're pretty sure that uh, episode titles for this show were all different uh, rock songs from this era. So we said that '70s show. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, we didn't. Uh, we didn't know. <laughs> oh, okay. We just went. This is us. Um, yeah, I actually looked up that '70s show's titles last night when I was rewriting this for the fiftieth time, and uh, they did like different. I think season five through eight or something like that had different bands, like Led Zeppelin okay. one season, whatever. No, um, actually, all the episodes, almost all of the episodes of this sh- TV show were Tom Petty songs, specifically calling to their Floridian roots in Cougar Town. Oh, Ooh, okay, yeah. I've never watched it, but I thought that was interesting. So Okay, so uh, both teams got about half right on that, uh, that swing round. So that brings um, Neil and Jeff to 80, and uh, we're up to 45. So caught up a little bit of ground, but mm-hmm. uh, still still a bit of ways to go. So yeah. let's, let's uh, I don't know, how do, you, how do you get pumped up in wrestling? Um, what are we going to do? You got to hit with a chair. Yeah, probably. No, you're going to get hit with a chair. <laughs> Steroids. We're going to climb up the side of the cage. Yeah. And we're going to fight on top of the cage. Okay. Grab our kendo sticks. Yeah, yeah. We got to bring in the kendo sticks, tables, later, ladders, and chairs. Uh-huh. All right. Round two. All right. Ding, ding. <laughs> Round two. Uh, before and after movies. I don't have to explain before and after to you guys. Nope. nope. Okay. Nope. Uh, mix a 2004 Stephen Chow martial arts comedy with an Academy Award winning 2005 film starring Terrence Howard. We're locked in. Yeah. Same. Wow. wow. Kung Fu Hustle and Flow. Mm. Kung Fu Hustle and Flow. Yeah. Kung Fu Hustle and Flow. Yeah. Damn, I, I was like Rush Hour and. <laughs> I love Kung Fu Hustle. This is oh, so yeah. They're good. doing a sequel, right? Are they? Yeah. 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 They're both good movies. Yeah. Um, all right. Number two is nicknames. What state is called the beehive state? Apparently it has less to do with actual bees and more to do with 
the founders wishful thinking for people to work together. I always get I always get state motto and nickname mixed up sometimes. Oh, you're and right. Then, and you're then right. It, it screws me up because I'm like, no, that can't be it because that's the Beaver State, but that's not the nickname. That's or is it? I don't know. The Volunteer State. Okay. That one I know. What are What are we? The Prairie State. Get out of here. It is the Prairie Land State. Land of Lincoln. Yeah. This guy. You heard it here first, Matt. All right, I've had it. <laughs> uh, um, let's do. It. Let's say gonna... North Dakota in honor of our ten listeners in North Dakota. Okay. Who love us? All of them. They, Tony, we John, did get feedback last time. Mark, saying Sarah. they weren't offended by the. <laughs> uh, what are you feeling? I'm, I don't know. Washington. I'm feeling, I'm feeling Oregon, Oregon. Or, or Washington. Mm, I liked Oregon. Let's go Oregon. If it's yeah. Oregon. Ken's gonna be really mad at me. <laughs> I won't get mad. Okay, it's just a guess. Oh, those are your guesses. Okay, no, it is Utah. Um, oh. Yeah, so it's whatever that Mormon guy's name is. Just, uh, hmm. I was just Smith, writing maybe. Utah down right before you said, "Let's just go with North Dakota." I was writing Utah. Uh, that was so next to it. North Let's Dakota is, I believe, this. the Peace Garden state. All right. Yes. Yeah. That's a shame. Which but we've had on our show before. Okay, no points. Yeah, and that's why it's familiar. All right. Uh, round two, question three is sports adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> if you hear the terms. Uh, some of these are slang. If you t- hear these terms, uh, base plate, carving, bombing, planker, face shot, and groomer, you may be participating in what sport? I'll, I'll let you, I mean, we'll say both answers that we wrote down, but I'll let you pick. So whichever one you want. Mm, I don't like that. No idea, man. This is the yeah, Neil no indemnity plan. All right. Well, I'll, I'll lock in then so you guys can chat now. So uh, for some reason I was thinking, so base plate face uh face shot and groomer carving i was thinking of curling like the groomer or the carving of the of like oh, that's interesting rubbing the ice um but jeff said cricket so we're between cricket and curling i know cricket's got a bunch of these and we talk about it all the time um very sorry bryden coverdale or uh, in australia he's a cricket expert and he writes about cricket and he laughs when we get cricket questions wrong horribly wrong uh so if this is cricket we apologize and when you come on to host you can educate us hopefully but um, I don't know, Jeff. Cricket or curling? I'll let you. I'll let you go with this one. All right, it's probably wrong, but we're gonna go with curling. Um, I thought that the groomers were the people with the brooms who were grooming the ice. So uh, we also said curling. No, guys, it is an ice sport, though. Uh, base plate has to do with the skis. Carving is what you do when you go down a mountain. Bombing is uh, being not very good at skiing. Planker uh, is. Also, I believe someone who's not very good at it. Face shot is when you like shoot up the snow, and groomer is what you use to uh, like groom the hill in downhill skiing. Oh, downhill skiing, downhill. Oh, okay. So he did right skiing. So yeah, yeah. Uh, because I'm planking this game. Number four, world history. Which country's navy suffered a crushing defeat by the Japanese at the Battle of Tsushima in 1905? Okay, we're locked in. Okay, uh, Jeff wrote down Russia. Um, what makes you say Russia? Because there was wasn't there a Japanese Russian war just before World War One? Yeah, that does sound familiar. Yeah, let's go Russia. That's fine. Yeah, as I recall, uh, they had the war with Russia, and then they started uh, harassing the Chinese. So we're gonna go with uh, Russia. Yeah, it is Russia. But yes, uh, it is the Russo-Japanese War, and the Jap the Russian Navy was obliterated by the Japanese. Hmm. Not good semen. Yeah, not good <laughs> semen. All right, hopefully, Matt, I got one for you, but uh, so this is we'll number see. five is obligatory Simpsons question. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
After drinking the questionable river water on and it's a small world spoofed ride at Duff World, Lisa claims to be the queen of what herpetological yeah, animals. Yeah. Well, we've talked about herpetology before. This is an often quoted phrase. Herpetology? Mm-hmm. Herpetology. Herpetology? I don't know. Queen of the ants? Queen of the... No, no, no. It's something... Oh, damn it. Why can't I remember this? All right. We're, we're going to go with queen of the frogs. Oh, we're so close. Because uh, she is the lizard queen. Yeah, ah. I am the lizard queen is the quote. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've heard that. it's uh, something my sisters sometimes we call each other and scream. I am the lizard queen yeah. at each other. And like <laughs> other things like from other Simpsons, like she's the queen of the hoppies and things like that. She's the queen of the hoppies. So <laughs> I'm going to take my sweater off finally because I'm wearing my lizard queen shirt today, even though you yeah. can't see that far down. So, um, okay. Uh, number six is category is who's the nerdiest of them all it's also aka hobbies is the category uwe rosenberg reiner knizia bruno katala stefan feld eric lang and antoine bauza are some of the biggest names in what hobby and and what's the hint <laughs> <laughs> that it's very nerdy that's the hint okay, okay, okay the nerdiest okay. of them all yeah i mean they all the foreign names so, okay. What does that have to do with anything? I'm just in. saying that they're, it's not American. It's not Jacks. How dare you? I mean, it's, you know magic. It's not like a magic no. person. Are these? Do you think these are chess masters? That, oh, I mean, that I sounds can. that sounds right. Um, Uwe, I'm trying to Lang. I, I just saw someone I was doing some research about chess champions, and I, I can't remember if one of these was on that list. But I yeah. know a couple names that aren't on this list, and I don't know if they're. I intentional mean, excludes or chess kind of makes sense i mean uh, i guess that's a hobby right yeah it can be a hobby um okay yeah we're, we're gonna go with chess mm. after hearing chess that sounds like a much better answer but uh i wrote down league of legends and ken nodded so we said they're players of league of legends yeah uh, you guys are all both very specific uh the answer is a little more general uh they are all board game designers so oh. um yeah, they're all very, very big names in board games and board game designs. I'm I a big board gamer. Klaus so. Tuber was left off that list. Who? <laughs> Klaus Tuber? Uh, yeah, for yeah. Japan. Yeah, I did leave him off the list. Number seven category is Get Out. This is a small sample of a large list, but what do these places all have in common? Petra in Jordan, Head Smashed in, Buffalo Jump in Canada, Hwasong Fortress in South Korea. It's Tsukushima Shinto Shrine in Japan. Say that five times fast. And the works of Anthony Gaudi in Barcelona. And oh, I'll give you one more. Yellowstone National Park in the U.S. Okay, we're locked in. So they're locked in. You said modern, modern marvels. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe the most um, the most torrid places. Okay. 100 places you need to go before you die. Sure. <laughs> the list. <laughs> Yeah, I all don't right. know. Mm, Jeff and Neil. Uh, we think these are all uh, members of the World Heritage Sites. So yep. we said World Heritage Sites. Yep, they're UNESCO World Heritage Sites. Mm, a yep. thing I just figured out existed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get out, get out more. Um, there mm. aren't a ton in the U.S., um, but there are a lot in Europe, and there's been a lot of like criticism about how it's very Eurocentric, mm. Um, mm. but they're trying to get better about um, mm-hmm. recognizing sites in Asia and Africa. So 
and South America. Number eight is bid bidness. 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 Yeah, seventy eight percent of the market share of cell phone sales in the U.S. are made up of three companies: one U.S. based company, two South Korean companies. For five points each, name the two South Korean companies. We're locked in. Yeah, so we went so Samsung for sure. Well, so we know Apple's the American one. Yep, and we know Samsung for sure. I'm just trying to think of uh, Huawei's Chinese. Yeah, they also don't sell that many phones in the U.S. because of security concerns. L- um, LG, you wrote LG, which is a, I thought a subsidiary of Philips, which could be South Korean. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of. Can you think of any other phones you've seen out there? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I know Samsung's got to be it for sure. So no, Samsung's definitely number two. They could be number one in sales. I don't know, but. They're definitely on there. Okay. Either LG or if you think Motorola is Japanese, then... I don't think Motorola sells that many phones anymore. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm... I'm whatever you want to go with. Yeah. We'll go uh, We'll go Samsung and LG. Uh, we also said Samsung. And I think Motorola sells a surprisingly large number of phones to like construction workers because they still have that push to chirp feature. And there's a lot of different features that they use. Um, so we said Motorola and Samsung. Yeah, Motorola is Japanese. Um, They are not sold in South Korea, (laughs) which I find is interesting. Um, It is Samsung, of course, and LG. Oh, Oh, nice, Jeff. So that was five points for for Matt, Jen, and and ten points for Neil and Jeff, right? Oh, we're getting we're getting half partial. Nice. Yeah, half is partial credit. Yeah, five points each. Feel good about it now. Hmm, so fun one. Let's see. Uh, number nine. Let's see what my alt is. I might don't want to Lord answer. Okay, yeah. More the rings. More the rings. Names the same. So a town in four different states, a private school, uh, preschool through 12, just when I want to give you a private school definition, a private school in Minnesota that suffered an explosion from a natural gas leak in 2017, a fictional character in a Longfell- in Longfellow's epic poem the song of hiawatha and the name of more than one famous waterfall said to mean rapid water in the dakota language what name do all these things share you want to lock in with this one yeah do you want to just go sue i can't think of anything better and i know there's a sioux falls sure yeah we also said sue okay um so Sioux is just another, it's the French name for the Dakota people generally, or the Sioux no. people, but um, Dakota's a tribe of the Sioux Nation. Um, so if I said Minneapolis means uh, city of water, taken from the Greek in the Dakota, so it is Minnehaha. Sometimes oh, people say, oh, yeah. it means laughing water, but actually it means rapid water in the Dakota language. So oh. Minnehaha hmm. is the answer. Oh, I had a mini yeah. haha at that. So, so it was mini haha academy. Uh, mini haha was a woman in the Song of Hiawatha, and there's a couple famous waterfalls in one in Minneapolis that's very very famous for. You know, I went to Hiawatha Middle School, and this never came up. Education's letting letter. you down again, Matt. I, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. My tax dollars gotta go to fix potholes instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh. Number 10, last question of the round two, uh, notable copycats. Julianne Moore and Tina Fey both received Emmy Awards for portraying what person? We're locked in. It's uh, Sarah Palin. Yeah, Sarah Palin. We, locked in. we also went with Sarah Palin. Yep, it's Sarah Palin. So Tina Fey obviously received it for her work on SNL. And uh, Julianne Moore was for HBO miniseries, I believe it was a miniseries, Game Change in 2011 maybe. 
2012, yeah. somewhere I around there. forgot about her playing Sarah Palin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so we still have some catching up to do. We have 90 points. Neil and Jeff have 130, but it's within reach. Mm. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the final round, Jeff, um, Tony is a Patreon supporter at the United States level, and uh, she got one of our exclusive posters that we sent out uh, out in Korea over there. And uh, other people who are Patreon supporters are also getting different types of perks in the mail or uh, through email, voicemails, ringtones, things like that. Yeah. But can you tell people how to get in touch with us to join Patreon? Very easy. It's in the show notes. You can follow the link. It's at patreon.com slash triviality podcast. And you can support us at any level for great bonuses. But we think the bonus episodes and everything there on up is uh, is really awesome. So we're really proud of everything we've been doing there. We're really happy to fulfill all of those perks for our patrons. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in supporting the show, you can do so there. For yeah. $1 a day? Little as a dollar a day. Yep. <laughs> and someone someone just got a Dutch boy ringtone. It is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Um, yeah. It's a one-off. Sadly, only that patron will ever hear it. But uh, if you would like something as cool as that, which mm-hmm. apparently we are willing to do that, uh, you can do that at the United apparently. States Champion level and higher, Neil? Or is that... Uh, uh, that would be at the uh, Intercontinental Champion Intercontinental level. Yeah. Champion. And it doesn't have to be Dutch boy. It can be any of our uh, fantastic mm. characters. Some people have asked except for, for us to say... Except for rules guy. Happy birthday. Yeah. We don't One person him. asked us for advice. That was probably a bad idea. Marriage advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Jackson Maine wants to give you some advice. You know, who knows? <laughs> Yeah, or it could just be Matt as your ringtone going, hey, pick up the phone. Yeah, that's uh, that's what you want. <laughs> like, oh, your alarm's going off. You're going to be late for work. All there and more. Patreon.com slash Triviality Podcast. The final round is tonight's Noribong playlist. So Noribong is uh, Korea's karaoke, but we don't call it karaoke here because people would get very offended. Right. Uh, Noribong. Uh, so... Uh, number one category is Take Me Home, Country Roads. Number two, Monster. Number three, Kite. Number four, Shape of My Heart. Number five, Don't Stop Me Now. Okay, and our waiters are locked in. Okay, number one, Take Me Home, Country Roads. West Virginia has two Division I NCAA schools named both and with their team names. So, for example, I went to American University, so it would be American University Eagles. Okay, number two, monster. This is a long one, so bear down. This new world monster has been described as gaunt to the point of emaciation, mm-hmm. its desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones, with its bones pushing out against its skin, its complexion, the ash gray of death and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets. It looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody, unclean and suffering from superations of the flesh. This monster gave off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and de- and corruption. End quote. It is, sorry, it is also said to inhabit humans who partake in the taboo of cannibalism. What's the name of this monster? That's a lot of stuff. Number three, kite. Kites are a type of raptor, and like many birds of prey, there are not a lot of differences in appearance between the males and the females of the species. However, there are many types of birds where the sexes do appear markedly different, other than reproductive organs, of course. What is the scientific term for these kinds of physical differences? Number four, uh, shape of my heart. Shape of My Heart by Sting is a surprisingly popular Noribong song in Korea, 
owing to it be being used as the end credits for what 1994 English language French action thriller. Why the film is so extremely popular and uh, is uh, bewildering, and I don't really understand why, but yeah, it's very, very popular in Korea. Number five, Don't Stop Me Now, ending on a dark note. Nikolai Ceausescu and his wife were executed by firing squad on Christmas 1989 after they were tried for genocide and corruption in a show trial. They were captured by revolutionaries after trying to flee what country? The country that he had led since 1967. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Everybody shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. Okay, all the answers are now locked in, so it's time to uh, find out how we did. Number one, Take Me Home Country Roads. West Virginia has two Division One NCAA schools. Name both and their team names. All right. You guys want to go first? Sure. Uh, Jeff and I, uh, I did one and he got the other one and we remembered that we'd heard this recently. So I contributed the West Virginia University Mountaineers and Jeff. Uh, the other one I'm pretty sure is, what did we write? A Thundering Herd, right? From Marshall? Mm-hmm. Yep. We are Marshall. Uh, w- what did you wager? 15. Oh, we, 15 all the way down. Um, we wagered 30 on this one, and we had West Virginia Mountaineers and the Marshall Thundering Herd. Yep, uh, but that's it. Uh, West Virginia University Mountaineers, Marshall University Thundering Herd. And the Randy Moss. Um, all right, Monster. This uh, new world monster has been described as nasty, basically. Got to the point of emaciation. Uh, gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. Its lips are tattered and bloody unclean uh it is also said to inhabit humans who partake in the taboo of cannibalism it's gangy monster (laughs) it's gangy so this one i i know the monster um i cannot think of the name i'm i'm almost positive it was on an episode of supernatural amongst other places i'm sure 
Um, we, we don't think it's Slender Man, but that's what we locked in with. But I, I know once I hear it, um, I want to say it sounds like a car or something. Anyway. Um, that's good for us. We locked in Slender Man. Uh, we wagered 20. Okay. Yeah. So as Matt said, we wagered 20. And uh, we were thinking about Slender Man at first, but he doesn't really have a face. So that was a problem. And uh, we went with Wendigo. Oh, that's yep. it. It is a uh, Wendigo. So All nicely right. done. How does that sound like a car? Because I always it call does. it Winnebago. Yeah. I always call it like Wendigo. Uh-huh. I call it Wendigo. You know, so. Winnebago's an RV, right? Another. All right, Mr. Oh, Semantics. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's gotten into you today? Yeah, he's cranky. Cranky Jeff over here. <laughs> oh, just wait till you figure out how he got the answer to the last one, and then you'll, oh, you'll see how cranky oh, he is. Oh, my God. Ooh. That's dark, I'm guessing. Um,. Uh, kites are a type of raptor, and like many birds of prey, there are not a lot of differences in the appearance between the males and females of the species. However, there are many types of birds where the sexes do appear markedly different, a lot of times in songbirds, um, other than reproductive organs, of course. What's the scientific term for these kinds of physical differences? We had uh, no idea. What do we wager, Matt? We lost 10 points on this question. We just uh, said plumage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff and I had no idea, and we thought because of the famous song, Let's Go Fly a Kite, that it would be called a Poppins. <laughs> um, it is, uh, you guys said, like, the, the first part of it at one point, Ken and Matt, uh, it's sexual dimorphism or dimorphism. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, two and looking. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, no, Kite is the U2 song. It's real nerdy and it's one of my favorite songs, but mm. that's also very popular in Noribon for some reason. All right. Uh, number four, Shape of My Heart. Shape of My Heart by Sting is a surprisingly popular Noribon song in Korea owing to it being used uh, as the end credits for what 1994 English language French action thriller, why the film is still so extremely and bewilderingly popular in Korea is beyond my comprehension. Because it's amazing. Well, uh, we wagered 10 points and we said Leon, the professional. Uh, and we wagered 15 and we said Leon, the professional. Leon, the professional. Yep, Leon, the professional. All right. Yeah, it's so you're really that- popular. You're saying that everyone awesome. who does, uh, how do you say it again in, for Korean? Noribong. Noribong. Nor- 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 uh, literally so means singing room or song room. Hmm. So basically everyone at Oribong <laughs> sings this song. One day I'm going to hand you a grenade pin. <laughs> <laughs> Neil. <laughs> All right. Uh Number five, Don't Stop Me Now. Uh, Nikolai Ceausescu and his wife were executed by firing squad on Christmas uh, 1989 after they were tried for genocide and corruption in a show trial. They were captured by revolutionaries after trying to flee what country that uh, Ceausescu Ceausescu had led since 1967. Uh, I thought Ceausescu was the coach at Duke, but I was overruled there. Um, (laughs) We actually didn't know. Uh, we wagered 20 on this one, and we just thought of war-torn Whoa. countries around that time and said Bosnia. And Jeff uh, pulled this from an interesting source. Jeff, how did you figure this one out? Um, Top Gear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, so I, I remembered specifically there is a there is an episode of Top Gear where they drive across this country, um, and they start on the Black Sea, so I had a pretty narrow subset of countries I had to pick from there. And I was pretty sure it was Romania. So we said Romania. Yep, uh, it is Romania. Um, I had to look up 
like I can never re- I can never remember what the Soviet countries were. So, but they were a Comicon uh, country, so they're a communist country that was like supporter of the Soviet Union, but not part of the Soviet bloc. Um, yeah. But yes, communist until 1989. <laughs> All right. So, so we uh, crawled our way back up a little bit and uh, arrived at 120 points. But uh, today's winners with 145 points. 145. Neil and Jeff, you're the cream of the crop, I guess. I am the cream. Yeah, the cream of the crop. What would be a good Korean version of cream of the crop, Tony? <laughs> Put her on the spot. Oh, yeah. That's putting me on the spot. Uh, What's the name for the banana milk? That's what we'll be called today. Oh, sure. Uh, my This is not the best brand. that I couldn't find it last night. The best brand is Banana Kick Uyu. So it's literally oh. Banana Kick Milk Uyu. So we are the Banana Kick Uyu <laughs> of the day. Mm-hmm. Good job, guys. Yeah, yeah. you guys yeah. did it. Giving you all that potassium. Mm-hmm. And thanks so much to Tony for that great game. We mm-hmm. appreciate yes, it. Thank you. Yes, the yeah, questions were welcome. awesome. We we know we didn't some of them we didn't do that well on, but yeah. uh, you know you always describe yourself in the crop, uh, commenting with all your funny comments uh, as you know nerdy and having like a, a fun subset of uh, of interests and it, pro- it proved true. Proved true. Yeah. We also appreciate that it's very early there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think uh, meeting a friend for breakfast in I think two hours. So. Maybe right. go back to bed. <laughs> get a little nap time. <laughs> wow, for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyone you'd like to give a shout out to? Uh, yes. So I don't know if this is going to ruin studio magic at all, but today is July 29th here in Korea, and uh, it is my mom's birthday. So happy mm. birthday, mom. Happy and birthday, she's a big mom. trivia player, too. She plays trivia when I'm home in Minnesota. We play on the same trivia team. And uh, But does she listen? <laughs> No, I can't. I don't want to explain to her how to use podcasts. So, That's okay. Um, My mom doesn't get it either. Yeah. Like, you have a radio and, show? Uh, yes. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, well, happy then, birthday to your mother. Yes. Yeah. Stepha, Stephanie. Um, mm-hmm. It's also my friend Jessica's birthday. Oh, wow. Who That's isn't a, a listener, but she's a good friend of mine here in Korea. So. And when this one airs in November, it'll probably be my birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, happy birthday Matt. Matt. Well, thank you. Well, um, thanks again for well your past mine. So yeah. yeah, thanks again for your support and uh, this great yeah. game, and for my uh, colleagues here, Matt, Jeff, Neil, and myself. That was triviality. Those are strings. Colleen's calling me actually, which is kind of funny. <laughs> She's she know you got that wrong. Hey, She's mad. <laughs> oh, I must have called to an accident. Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm gonna. Can you answer something for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, what TV show are the are the titles? Blame the Booze, Bracebridge Diner, Dinner, and uh, Pull the Strings, Pinocchio? Is that what it is? Gil- Gilmore Girls. <laughs> okay, so that was immediate. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, bye. Bye. Okay, so yeah, that was immediate. Just to be clear, yeah. Mm-hmm.